give you praise, honor, and glory this morning, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy, Lord God. For you are great and an awesome God, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we worship you and we praise your holy name, Heavenly Father. For you are more than worthy to be praised. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, to see this brand new day that you have made. For we know this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. We want to thank you, Lord God, for the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And we thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding as regards our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And we thank you for this wonderful day. And we thank you for your loving kindness and all your many blessings that you bestowed upon us, Lord God, already. And we thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, to have peace and comfort all through that night. And thank you for waking up us up this morning, Lord God, to see another day that you have made. We thank you for our health and our strength. And we thank you, Lord God, for all your loving kindness, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who shed his precious blood for our sins on Calvary. And we can't praise you enough. And we know that the word said that nothing cannot separate us from the love of God. And we're so thankful, Lord God, that we are loved so greatly by you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we praise your holy name, for you are more than worthy to be praised and greatly to be praised, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for our worship service this morning, Heavenly Father. And we thank you for each and every person, Lord God, that have joined us this morning, Lord God, in this worship service, Lord God. And we pray that you bless each and every one, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you know the needs of your people, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you for helping us, Lord God. We thank you for healing us, Lord God. We thank you for delivering us, Lord God. And we thank you for supplying all our needs, Lord God, according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And we pray that you continue to guide and direct our path, Heavenly Father. And we ask and pray that your will be done. Not our will, but your will be done in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that our righteousness, Lord God, comes from you. For your word said that our righteousness is like filthy rags, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord God, this morning, that we love you, Heavenly Father, for who you are. You're the God of all creation, the Lord of our lives, and the God of our salvation. And we pray, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you continue to bless this worship service, Lord God. And we pray that everything that we do this morning, we bring your honor and glory and praise, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord God, for the word that's going to go forth in a powerful way. And we thank you for our messenger, Lord God. We thank you for Reverend Robinson this morning. And we thank you for the word that you have put in his spirit. And we know that he will follow the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit and that he will follow your voice. And we thank you for your anointing upon him and anointing upon the message that you have given him, Lord God. And we know that you're very blessed. your mercy, Lord. Yes. I 
Jesus. Amen. Yes, yes, Lord. him the glory and so also when you praise him when you pray also you need to have some faith see a lot of people they say oh I pray but do you have some faith behind your prayers do you have faith in God and what you're praying for because if you don't have faith in what you're praying for then you're just praying in vain you just praying, but it has no substance to your prayers. It has no meaning to your prayers if you have no faith in the person that you're praying to. Does that make sense to anybody? If it does, let me get an amen. You got to have faith in the person you praying to. Else you just saying you talking loud and you saying nothing. Amen. 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 So Amen. we coming out of today. Uh, uh, we coming out of Hebrews this morning because this is what God has taken me. And so it's funny, you know, before I give a sermon, I used to do all this stuff and I just have that book right here and I'll write it down. But I'm going to tell y'all something lately. God has been giving me the scriptures and he leads me during the sermon. I have nothing written down. I have nothing. So what I say is what God is actually giving me to say, what he's allowing me to say this morning. So what he wants me to say this morning is Hebrews 11 and 1. 
Hebrews 11 and 1. And what it says in Hebrews 11 and 1, the word says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When you're praying to God, you're praying for something that most likely you don't see. And so I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, hey, Richard, well, I can't believe in what I don't see. And y'all have heard me say this many a times, and I'm going to say it again. You can't see the wind when it blow, but you sure can feel it. You may see the things that the wind is blowing, but you don't see the actual wind that's blowing it. So people, you do believe in what you don't see. So you have to pray in faith. And I know each and every one of us was believing in something and didn't know how it was going to happen, but God made it happen. Each and every one of us at one time or another was praying for that car and didn't have no money for that car. But God made it happen. Each and every one of us one time was wondering how we was going to pay that bill. I don't know what bill it is, but a bill you was wondering, how am I going to pay that bill? But you had faith that that bill was going to be paid. So Hebrews talk a lot about faith and I like that. And so Hebrews, these people that I'm about to tell you about, they had faith in the word of God. So Hebrews 11 and 7 says, by faith, being warned of God of things not seen yet, move with fear, prepared an ark to saving of the house. By, that, by the wish he commanded the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. So what I skipped is it says by faith, Noah. So we all know the story of Noah. So this is saying that Noah had faith in God's word because what he did was build an ark in a desolate land where there was no water for miles and miles and miles around. And everybody thought this man was crazy because he was following the word of God. So we know the story of Noah, so I'm not going to go into it, but I want to tell you about the faith. See, he had so much faith in God's word that he built this giant ark in a desolate land. And people was walking by and they was making fun of him and talking crazy until the floods came. Then they realized that he wasn't so crazy. But Noah had faith in God's word. And I'm going somewhere with this. So let's go to 11 and 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance. So what God did for Abraham, he said, I want you to leave your home. I want you to leave the place where you live, where you have comfort in. And I want you to go someplace else, which I ain't told you where it is yet. But when you get there, it's going to be yours. It's going to be yours. So if you know that story of Abraham, you know that he followed God's word and he had much land. He had much land because he followed the word of God. I'm going somewhere. Follow me. It says 11 and 9. I'm going to go back and read 8, eight first. It says, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, 
he obeyed and he went out not knowing with her he went then it goes to nine and said by faith he was so joint in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tablets with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise so he went out there not knowing and not knowing what was going to happen but he followed God's word so I'm going to stop a minute I'm going to tell you where I'm going with this so I was watching the weather man and I watched the weather all the time because see the weather determines whether I'm going to take an umbrella the weather return or determines where I'm going to wear a coat or I'm going to wear a jacket I'm going to put on some boots and I'm going to put on some shoes the weather man determines that so what I'm telling y'all is that some of us look at the weather man and if he says it's going to rain, we grab an umbrella because we believe his word. Some of us believe the word of the weatherman. I'm going somewhere with this. Follow me. Somebody said that it's going to rain and I grabbed the umbrella, but it didn't rain that day. But I grabbed that umbrella because I believe the word of the weatherman. Now, we know sometimes the weatherman is right. Sometimes the weatherman is wrong. Sometimes I bar I took a coat because of the weatherman when I only needed a jacket. Sometimes I put on a sweater and a t-shirt when I only needed the t-shirt because the weatherman told me it was going to be cold outside. I'm going somewhere with this. And where I'm going is we can believe the word of the weatherman who is sometimes right and sometimes wrong. But a lot of us don't believe and have faith in the word of God, which never changes. He never lies. He never fails. He is the same today as he was yesterday. He is, he was, and he always will be. So let's not just listen to the weatherman and follow his word. Let's listen to the word of God and follow his word. Now, that don't mean, you know, y'all watching the news and the weatherman say it's going to rain. Please grab your umbrella because sometime the weatherman is right. But I'm here to tell y'all today that God is right each and every day. And that is the word we need to follow. Y'all follow me. I'm going somewhere with this. So Hebrews talks a lot about faith. Let's go to 11 and 11. It says through faith. Also, Sarah also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive a seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. So if we know the story of Sarah, and I know some of y'all do, she was 99, maybe 100, and she had a baby. And neither one of you women over there want to have a baby at 99 some of y'all don't want to have a baby at 50 but anyway God had promised Abraham to be a father of many nations Sarah laughed Sarah like I'm too old I can't have no baby but y'all know the situation God kept his promise believe God's word y'all believe in the word of God and what God says if he promised it, it will come to pass. If you have faith in what you believe in and you really have faith the size of a mustard seed, I'm not telling you to have faith like, you know, you should have faith like that. But if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, God will hear you. God would answer your prayers. But if you are praying 
without faith, you're not pleasing God. You're just talking loud and saying nothing. Let me go back and tell you what, uh, 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 let's go back to 11 and 6 in Hebrews. What 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. It is impossible to please God without faith. So what you're doing is if you're praying to God, you're just asking God, you might as well get one of those magic eight balls and shake it up. And because if you're praying without faith, then you're saying to God that I really don't believe this. I'm just asking for it. I'm just asking for it. But when you pray with faith, you're showing God that you believe in what you're asking for. So I'm just going to throw this out here real quick. So I like this Cadillac Escalade, the old school one with the little back to it. It's the old school. I love that Cadillac Escalade. So I took a picture of the one I want and I put it up. So I can look at it and I prayed for it and I prayed for it in faith, believing that God would give it to me. You know what, guys? God didn't give it to me. But for some reason, I go on a car lot and I'll need that car lot with a Cadillac. So God didn't give me the Cadillac that I asked for, but he gave me a Cadillac. And what I heard when he gave me that Cadillac, he said, Richard, you take care of this one. I'll give you the one you want. Praise the Lord. <laughs> y'all don't hear me and y'all too nimmy not to hear me. He said, if you take care of what I give you, then I'll give you what you want. I've been praying for a house in faith. I've been praying for this house big time in faith, praying, knowing that God is going to give it to me. Well, in April, I have to move and I didn't get the house, but I was riding around the neighborhood and I seen this thing said houses for rent. And I'm like, well, I know I ain't got enough money to do that. But I, God said, pull your car over, call that number right there. I pulled my car over. I called that number. Most likely in April, I will be renting a house. See, God say, I'm not giving you that house that you asked for right now. But if you take care of the one I'm about to give you. I'll give you that house and see, this is what I believe and I'm going to achieve it because I believe it and I believe in God because he has showed me so many things and I'm quite sure I'm not the only one that God shows some things to. But one thing you must do when God gives it to you, you must give God the glory. You must not never say that, hey, I did this. God will give you what you want if you give him the praise, if you give him the glory, because all the glory belongs to him. So I'll go way off. But let's go back to this through faith. Also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. So whatever you believe in the end, God can do it. I want to go to Hebrews 11 and 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, he was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king commandments. It goes on to 24. By faith, Moses, he was to come of years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 
By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So Moses, y'all know the story of Moses. You know how uh, the Pharaoh was killing all the babies and they put Moses in the river and the Pharaoh's daughter wind up finding him. Things to make you go, hmm. So he could have been like the king of Egypt, but he followed God. He followed the word of God. And y'all know the story of Egypt. But here's something that tripped me out. See, I used to like uh, uh, philosophy. I used to think those people who said, you know, those phrases was so cool. Philosophy. And I thought it was the greatest. So here's a philosopher that they praised. It was a French philosopher. His name was Rene Descartes. Now, what he was famous for, his most famous philosophy was, I think, therefore I am. Y'all may have heard that before because philosophy, I mean, this was said so long ago, but this one traveled down to the years, I think, therefore I am. This was a great philosopher and a great philosophy. I want to say it one more time, I think. So therefore I am. And people that were studying philosophy and all the philosophers said, wow, that's deep. Wow, that's big. I think, therefore I am. But when I hear this philosopher, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think when God told Moses, I want you to go to Egypt. I want you to tell the Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses said to God, well, who shall I say sent me? And God said, tell them I am sent you. And Moses said, I am what? And God said, I am that I am. So the reason why I'm saying that, y'all, just in case you didn't catch it, did this philosopher read the Bible? Because see, what God said was deep. I am that I am. See, that's deep. That's deep. So did this philosopher, which said this way after the Bible, did he read the Bible? Because that is God's philosophy. I am that I am. So when I read that again, it says, I think, therefore I am. So I have the question, what do you think? And who do you think you are? But when we hear God say it, Moses telling Moses to tell the Pharaoh, I am that I am. We already know what he means. He means that I am the one who created the heavens and earth. I am the ones that created you. I am the ones that created day. I am the one that created night. We know what he meant when he said, I am that I am. I hope y'all following me here today because I ain't saying no old man's. Y'all know I, I be uh, uh, searching through just taking a peek at your face for the ones that I can see. But the thing is, you know, people will listen to the weirdest thing. Now, I don't know who ever heard that philosopher before, Rene Descartes. So I used to think it was so cool to listen to those things and follow those type words and, and put that into my life. But now what I think is to put the word of God into my life because that actually worked. So I think, therefore I am. 
Y'all, it just puzzles me about that particular thing. And I still say this great famous uh, uh, philosopher stole that from the Bible and got famous with it. But that's just what I think, you know. So I'm going to continue. And it says in Hebrews 11 and 30, by the faith Walls of Jericho fell down after they compromised about seven days. So for y'all know the story about that mighty wall of Jericho, God told them to march around that wall and then do something and that wall will fall. And they like, huh? The Scooby-Doo? What? But they walked around, they followed what, exactly what Jesus told them to, what God told them to do. And the walls of Jericho fell by faith, y'all. So I want to uh, go into Proverbs 3 and 5 real quick. Proverbs, oh, you know what, guys? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. Let's make that Ephesians. I'm sorry, folks. Ephesians 2 and 8. 2 and 8. So what it says there says, for by grace, we are saved through faith and not, <clears throat> excuse me, and that not of yourself. It is a gift to God. By grace, we are saved by faith. If you don't have no faith and no grace in God, then you need to come pray with us uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. You need to come pray with us. What did that got to do with it? I'll tell you about it later. It says, once again, for by grace are we saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Nine goes on to say, not of works, least any man should boast. Any man should boast. So you shouldn't brag on, you know, the things that, you know, God has given you. You should give God that glory. You should say, thanks to God that I have this. Thanks to God that I have that. When I seen that house, I was like, God, this is not what I was looking for to do. But then God let me know, boy, you asked for a house and I here go one. You see what I mean? You have to give God the glory. And then when I thought about it, I was like, I wouldn't have never even thought about this if God didn't bring me into that direction. God brought me in that direction. So you got to think about it and you got to realize it that God deserves the glory. I've been yes, going. Yeah, I've been going through some things and, and, and I'm wondering how do I get out of it? And, you know. It's time to stop wondering and worrying and give it to God. My last sermon was like, don't do it yourself. Give it to God. Give it to him and let it stay there. Let it stay there. It's some more things I need to tell you. And uh, let's see here. Where should I go? Let's go to. Um, hmm. Let's go to Matthew's folks. Let's go to Matthews 15 and 22, a very interesting story. And the word says, and behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the coast and cried unto him, saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously, grievously vexed with the devil. 
grievously vexed with the devil. So I just want y'all to know, you know, God don't only help you with uh, material things. He'll help you with that inner thing, too, that's going on. See, the devil does lie in a lot of people and he sits right in a lot of people's soul, even some good people. The devil will enter some good people and make them do some bad things. But what it says, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. 28 said, then Jesus answered and said unto her, woman, great is thy faith. Woman, great is thy faith. I say unto you, if you have a faith as a grain of a mustard seed, Ye shall say unto the mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. If you have the faith, anybody know what a mustard seed is? That thing's so small. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, you know what I'm saying? So God wasn't Jesus wasn't around at that particular time where that girl was, or maybe he was. I don't know that whole story. But what I do know is that by her faith of the mother, that devil was removed out of that daughter. You feel me? Some of this stuff, I hope y'all write down so you can read on your own because I'm just going uh, through it. But what I do want you to know, what I'm going to kind of end with here is going to be, uh, we're going to Matthew 18 and 18. Matthew 18 and 18. These are verses are given to me. And y'all, y'all have to excuse me because sometimes, like I say, I don't write it down. I just flow with whatever God is putting in my system. But I'm going to get back into taking notes and, and all of that if that's what God so choose. But uh, 18, I know why I want to tell you this. You have so many people who say they have the faith. You have so many people that say they believe. So, you know, I did something one day. I was talking to somebody and they told me, oh, I know that Bible. I know it well. And so I said, okay, well, what does it say in the book of Hezekiah? And do you know that person told me, oh, it says he was a king. And I said, well, what else does it say in the book of Hezekiah? And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to read it. Well, we all know, Christians, uh, I don't think it's a book of Hezekiah. I don't think it's even a book of Hezekiah. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up, because you have to watch who you're dealing with out there who claim that they are Christian and claim that they know the word of God. Because I couldn't believe that. So if you ever ask anybody, what does it say in the book of Hezekiah? And they hesitate. They may not know what they claiming to you that they do know. Amen. We have to watch who we have to watch. That's why I ask on my prayer warrior page is people that come over on there and they speak tongue and they, they do all this stuff. But when you listen to the message that they're trying to deliver, you be like, is that really of God? That sounds a little evil. That sounds here. So I asked Sister Sabrina to moderate that page so we can figure out, you know, hey, is this like really like of God? I wanted the pastor to do it, but I know she has a lot of things. But the reason why I'm going there with that, guys, because a lot of people would try to discourage you by saying, I pray and nothing happens. 
And then you think, oh, well, I prayed a few times and nothing happened. But you don't listen to that person because that person cannot be being praying in faith as they wouldn't be telling you that. When you pray in faith, when you pray in faith, God hears you and God answers your prayers. And we want to talk. I want to talk about another great example. I said I was going to end it and I have ran out of my recording, so it's not recording no more. But I want to put this in there because the greatest example of faith to me was Hezekiah. That's why I brought it up. See, King Hezekiah, he was like very faithful to God. He was very faithful. So the Assyrians was an army that was devastating. They were taking over lands here and there. They was running in. They were killing and raping the women and, and taking the children for slaves. And they was doing this to everybody. But King Hezekiah said, you're not going to do that to us. We don't have a mighty army. We don't have all this stuff that you guys got, but we have Jehovah. We have our God, Jehovah. This is in the book of Kings, and, and y'all should find that and read it. I can't, it won't come to mind exactly uh, uh, what verse and everything, but this is in the book of Kings. So what King Hezekiah did, he believed in Jehovah. And when that Assyrian army was about to attack his land, an angel of God came down and killed 180,000 of his soldiers. He didn't kill him because, see, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah told Hezekiah that don't worry. Jehovah will take care of it. And that king will go back to his land and somebody will kill him. And that's exactly what happened. And that's a different story. But it was a great example of faith, of having faith. King Hezekiah. Y'all read up on that. So uh, God told me to uh, add this into my sermon, Matthew 18 and 18. It says, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. And what I think that was given to me, because I got to tell you guys what we pray down here, goes up there. We need to release it down here so it can go up there. If you're not releasing it down here in faith, it's not getting up there in faith because on the way it's getting blocked because your faith ain't strong enough to go through where the enemy is trying to stop your prayers. The enemy is trying to stop your prayers. And if you're praying without faith, he's doing a good job. So I think I gave enough today, so I'm just going to end. Uh, you know, I get excited and I get all off the subject, but I really hope that uh, this message hit somebody. And I'm just going to say before I end, praise God from whom all blessings flow. I done lost my voice. Help me sing, y'all. <clears throat> Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise God above the heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Praise God. Wonderful sound and 
average podcast, I'm sure it's going to be on there, and you can hear it again. Amen. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And so I thank God this morning that God has given us a measure of faith. That's what the scripture says. And with that measure of faith, we are able to receive Jesus Christ into our lives. And so if there's anyone here this morning who doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, have never confessed with their mouth and believed in their heart that God raised them from the dead, uh, I'll be happy to pray with you before we dismiss our service this morning. So if you're here, just identify yourself and I'll pray with you.